the irony of this being called beyond the bedroom, but I keep recording in my bedroom. <laughs> uh, well, welcome to Beyond the Bedroom, and I'm Birna. I'm a certified sex educator, and I wanted to create a podcast answering all of these questions that I get on Instagram. And today I'm talking about dirty talking. So let's talk about dirty talking. I know a lot of people ask me, how do I even start or how do I change up what I'm saying? How do I stop performing and just letting these things come naturally? Uh, So I'll go over that all today. I am just, you know, really happy because the other day I did teach a class on dirty talking sexting in Icelandic, but I wanted to make a podcast episode that goes a little bit more into detail about my personal life and my experiences because I don't really get to talk about that stuff uh, when I'm teaching, so that's really fun. So what's new with me, um, let me see, I'm taking on a lot more one-on-one clients, so that's really nice, and some of these people that I'm working with are just making such amazing progress. Some people see me regularly, like once a week, some people book me for like one or two sessions, some couples come in and they just wanna talk, like they just want someone to talk to about the stuff that they do and the kinky stuff that they do or the swinging and stuff like that and they just want to know like are we normal is this okay a lot of people just want reassurance and uh whether you're sending a risky text or trying to really kind of vocalize in the bedroom a lot of people need reassurance with this too right Uh, I've also been cleaning my house a lot and making space for new stuff and selling a lot of stuff too. And I think also just in my personal life, just making some space for things to grow there as well. And as I teach more about kink and more about pleasure that isn't just like hand jobs and stuff like that, Uh, People just get more and more in my business, which is also really funny, but I think they'd be surprised at how vanilla I really am in my relationships. I'm such a homebody lately, and if I go out, then I'm working. Um, So every like Friday and Saturday night, if you see me out, I'm probably doing a trunk show or I'm teaching or something. Um, But that's also just what happens to people, I think, that have ever worked in nightlife or entertainment. If you ever worked in either of those industries, as I have, I've worked in so many different factors of nightlife and entertainment and just all this type of stuff, um, and sales also, but I start to seek that peace and quiet. I love that. I love being curled up playing Animal Crossing while my husband just like gives me a foot massage or something. That's my ideal Friday night. But anyways, as I said, I taught a class on Dirty Talk and Sexting the other day, and it was... Like, the only class I've taught this year that just so was not how I wanted it to go for a couple different reasons, but I think the biggest reason, and a lot of you might know, if you follow me on Instagram, then you've heard of this happen, what what happened. Um, A few weeks ago, I had a pretty weird incident where, um, and just like content warning here, uh, I was groped at a cafe, and I won't go into detail about what happened, but he knew who I was and what I do based on what he told me uh, <laughs> during this incident, and I don't think I realized how much of an impact it had on me uh, until I was standing in front of a crowd of people, and I was talking about dirty talking, and 
I just immediately became more aware of what I was saying and how I presented myself and I just immediately realized I've built up a wall again and uh, it, it, you know, I'm more guarded and closed off, which also sucks, right? Because then the people who say it's your fault for talking about sex, like they win, right? But it all happened so quickly, but now I've processed a little bit and I realized, you know, I don't need to have this wall up, but I think it's a natural reaction. I'm not going to beat myself up over it, but uh, I also, I don't really have shame over what happened. And if anything, right, he should be ashamed, not me, but I'm going to continue to educate and talk about pleasure and sex and fun stuff, even though it might make me more of a target or whatever. And I have been groped without being a sex educator. So at the end of the day, does it really make a difference what I'm talking about and doing? It's not an invitation, but it's like, is it changing anything anyway? I don't know, you know? So if anything, um, it kind of just made me want to go deeper and talk about more of my personal life because I realized this illusion of control, right? Where it's like, if I'm protecting myself and not talking too much about my personal life and what I like and dislike, and if I'm not funny, if I'm not sexy, then like people won't come and do these things. But I realized it doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, people are going to do what they want to do. And it doesn't really matter how much wall or how many walls you have up, they're going to do it anyway. And I know that sounds morbid and weird, but it kind of is like, fuck it. I'm just going to be me and do do me. <laughs> but anyways, here's my uh, episode in more detail about dirty talk. What matters more? How we say it or what we say? Uh, what counts as dirty talking? How to find your voice? And I'll give you some phrases that I like to use and love to hear, along with giving you some homework for the week, which has been a hit I have heard, so I'm going to continue to do that. So I asked my newsletter audience, uh, if you haven't signed up for my newsletter, it's on my website, as you all know by now, I asked my newsletter audience uh, their take on dirty talk and sexting, and then I followed up with a little Instagram poll. So I love doing those. They're so much fun. I love how people get really into it too and give me these really, really fun responses. But let me get my phone out and read these for you. Um, These are just from today, but I have a lot of responses also from my newsletter, which has been really great. So I said, let's talk about dirty talk, which is easier for you. And 67% as of today said that texting is easier than in person, which makes sense. I am actually the opposite. For me, it's way easier in person than texting, but I think it's just because I'm a little rusty with the texting. I'm not used to texting long messages anymore, but I love sending voice notes. Those can be really sexy. But also, um, I it's really interesting. <laughs> I had someone flirting with me via text and I didn't pick up on it. And I don't know if it's just because I'm not like used to texting anymore. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I was like, oh, they're being like really nice. But then they were in person. They were like, yeah, I was like definitely trying to sext you. And I was like, oops. So, I mean, that happens to the best of us. Uh, which is more important way more people said it's how you say it versus what you say Uh, which makes sense because we've all had those moments right where we accidentally say something that's like super like a sex pun and then we repeat it in like a sexy way yeah I think it is definitely about how you say it because you can say to someone like get down versus like get down 
and you're like, ooh, that's totally different. <laughs> uh, and people are going to like different things too. So do you feel weird when someone is completely silent during sex? And almost 90% said, I want feedback. And um, uh, way less said, it doesn't bother me. So obviously for this, I mean, there's going to be different reasons, right? Because some people get overwhelmed or they're in their own world or maybe they're just concentrating super hard, like don't come yet or something like that. But whatever the reason, because, you know, people are also neurodiverse, so that's also a factor, right? But uh, I personally don't like when someone is completely silent during sex, but I'll just speak up about it. But I won't make them feel bad, you know? I'll just gently ask them if they can tell me how much they like it, or I'll do something to connect with them, like asking them to look at me, or I'll just take a little break and just make out with them kind of heavy for a bit. Um, but usually it's because you're just like not connecting, but sometimes you're super connected and silent and that doesn't, that's not the issue. What's usually the issue is like, because the person's not giving you any type of feedback, verbal or physical, that's an issue. And so, you know, and it's okay to just stop and want feedback. Okay, my next question. Do you ever cringe when you think of dirty talk when you're not horny? So um, basically, like, have you ever looked back on something you said when you were like super in the mood and now you think about it, you're like, oh my god, what was I saying? It's just so cringy. And over half of you said, oh yeah. And, uh, you know, 46% said nope. So obviously this has only like been for like four hours or something, but um, I personally have cringed, <laughs> definitely, when I think about the rated triple X porn star shit that has come out of my mouth when I've had a few too many tequila shots, I definitely cringe, but then again, like the other person said it was like the hottest ever, so who knows? I don't know, maybe it's just, I don't know, I think it's because it's almost like an alter ego, right? And I'm like, okay, can you, <laughs> can you please be quiet? But I have learned to get better at this and take up space and be expressive with consent, of course. Um, but no one can slut shame me if I can't slut shame myself, right? So at this point, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not shamed. It's more just like, oh, oh my god, okay, I don't want to think about that right now, which is normal. Hot or not, anticipatory dirty talk. So stuff like, I can't wait till you get home and we, and then you just fill in the blank. And over 100 of you are like hot, 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 uh, put the bar all the way up. Hot or not, making demands. Like, yeah, right there, don't stop, that kind of stuff. Hot or not, most of you said hot. A couple of people said depends on the situation, obviously. Um, and then there was one guy who did all the way down and said, I don't want a woman to ever ask me for anything. So... <laughs> So we'll let that guy just figure out um, <laughs> what he's into. But, you know, uh, most of you said hot, and I agree. Uh, I think it's really nice when someone knows what they want and they tell me. It just makes it easier for me, I guess, too, right? Less of a guessing game. Hot or not, recapping slash reflecting, uh, stuff like this. I'm so distracted today because I can't stop thinking about last night when you... And then you fill in the blank... And of course, over a hundred of you were like, yes. Um, and the same guy that was like really upset about making demands was like, absolutely not. Do not 
I, wait, what did he say? Let me see. He goes, absolutely not. Do not recap. I want it to happen and then move on. Okay. I mean, that's fair. That's what you want. So I'm not going to say anything about that, but I think most of us do want a little bit of feedback, you know? And I said, what's your favorite kind of dirty talk? Um, and a lot of people were saying recapping, right? And a recap afterwards, I think it's always great even like a day after and it doesn't have to be super dirty, right? Just saying like, whether it's like phone sex or real life sex or whatever, like I love the way you did this last night or I love the way you go down on me. It's like blah, 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 like whatever, you know, or even just saying like, I'm thinking about when you blah, 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 or I'm thinking about last night, just period. Like that's enough sometimes because it can be such a great way to show your appreciation and enthusiasm for what you're doing together because remember like it should be fun so maybe not when they're like in the middle of a really hard test or something um but find things that just make your heart beat a little bit faster when you send them because it can be fun right and there's even stuff like you know vibrators that the other person can control from like if you're in a long distance relationship or during phone sex and stuff like that. So, um, you know, it can be, it can be as much or as little as you want. But, uh, I really like, you know, when people are saying to me, like photos, sounds, soft voices, admiration, passion, um, words of affirmation, all of the above in terms of, you know, recapping, um, making demands and anticipating, some people just don't really like the terms like making demands, which I understand. But what I'm trying to say is like, it's a sexy way of asking for what you want. So instead of saying like, um, can you speed up a little bit? <laughs> but just be like, yeah, right there, but go faster. Like it's just the type of wording you use can make a huge difference. So how do you find your own voice? Because sure I can give you some phrases I can give you some ideas but at the end of the day right it needs to be something that you want to say it needs to be natural and also not something that your partner is going to be like who is this um because it should feel real and authentic to you finding your voice when you're sexting so on your own time uh or you know during masturbation this is a good way to start practice making little soft noises to yourself and see how that feels because most of us we masturbate complete silence so just try to remove that block and see just like what comes out right because there's a difference between performing it and experiencing it so see what breaths moans or just what words come naturally to you when no one else is around basically what we're doing here is we're laying the foundation for feeling comfortable making noise with others and i mean not to say that putting on a little performance for a partner isn't hot because that is hot but I'm saying find what comes naturally to you and focus on your own pleasure not just for the sake of others because it's okay to take up space sexually what happens a lot of the time with this is that when I tell people to just try to explore what comes up they realize that they like how they sound and they like you know when they get in the groove of it they're like, oh, my own voice can be sexy. There's nothing wrong with being turned on by yourself. I don't know where we got this idea from that that's like narcissistic. That's not narcissistic. You are admiring yourself and turned on by the ability to take up space and 
receive pleasure. It just kind of all is symbiotic in that in that regard. You can also make a decision beforehand on what words or phrases feel best for you, which don't feel as good. So for example, if the term pussy feels way too dirty, use the specific body parts like clitoris or vulva, but if that seems too medical for you and that's just outside of your comfort zone, say things like on the outside or inside me. And if slang terms like pussy or dick or etc. feel right and excite you, then use them. It's okay. Um, sometimes we we are like really put on the spot sometimes and we tend to freeze up. Like if someone's like, what are you into or what do you like? It can be like, oh my god, I forgot everything about sex. What do I like? Um, but remembering what words feel best can make a, a huge difference because then you're more confident and you know like what words you like to describe your body and what words you like to describe others if they haven't told you that yet and it's always okay to like ask your partner another thing i would say is to find the best ways to express yourself so are you naturally more expressive with your body i'm a former dancer so i love expressing myself with my body uh try video calls or facetime if you're not like a big writer um or maybe even um more like using your hands to kind of express right so putting your hand on their hand and guiding it all over your body and like moaning like that and like when you like where they're touching like that can be something that works really well and um for people that are more comfortable using their voice like i talk all day every day (laughs) for work (laughs) so for me i like sending sexy voice notes because it's better than texting for me Um, And that can be really nice. And voice notes or phone sex might seem a little bit old school, but they are popular for a reason because they leave so much up to the imagination. And I make erotic stories in Icelandic for Loste, the sex toy store that I work for. So the thing that I get the most when people are like, I love these erotic stories because I can put myself in it. And I love that because, you know, sending voice notes, you can kind of put your own spin on it and the person who's listening can just use their imagination. And imagination is kind of like a muscle, so it can be really good. And ask for feedback. Sometimes a compliment can give us a lot of confidence and it can give us that boost to keep going in sexting. So if you like praise, let your partner know. Some people will have praise kinks, uh, but most of us just like being told that we're doing a good job no matter what we're doing. So, um, and it can be super erotic to know that you're doing such a good job, (laughs) right? So always, if you're sexting or dirty talking or whatever, some of us need just a little time to get warmed up because like the juices start flowing when you're horny, right? So masturbate a little on your own touch yourself uh you don't even need to like start masturbating you can just like put on something sexy do something sexy together or on your own right before you start chatting with your partner about this stuff because the more aroused you are it's so much easier to do that kind of goes with everything right but like that freak flag flies for a lot of us when we get horny so just it's okay and it's also just in general i know this bears repeating but it's okay to say no if you're not feeling it because sometimes we start out with this super sexy convo but then other feelings take over and it's okay you can also just say like oh i want to pick this up at a later time and make it even like a sexy thing to do 
And if you are not even sure like what you're into or what you like or anything, do a little show and tell. This is can, you know, in person or in video chat or whatever. So you kind of just take turns. So let your partner give you things to do and you follow kind of like Simon says kind of thing. So this can be a really fun exercise where you take turns. Um, so for example, if you were doing this in person, it's like you're sitting opposite each other or you're sitting next to each other and maybe you have a bunch of toys out and the other or not, you're maybe just playing with like facing each other or whatever. And one person takes turn for two minutes where they're like the leader and so they go touch your boobs i want to see you lick your finger and touch your clit or turn around and let me see it can be like such an icebreaker when couples do this with each other um because it's like one step further than mutual masturbation it's like you're putting on this like game where who's in control but they also get to find out what you like the most um, and this is a really good one for like Skype or <laughs> Skype, like video chat or um, FaceTime or whatever. I'm really dating myself when I said Skype. Wow. But basically um, where one person is like in control where the other one is the leader and then you take turns. You know what I'm talking about. And you can also play really fun games like Truth or Dare via text. I developed beyondthebedroomgames.com for long distance couples and for my clients. And basically this started as a tool for my clients to kind of get the juices flowing. I It's all free and I developed it with my husband who is a web developer. It's four games. So beyondthebedroomgames.com is four games um, and one of them is like pillow talk. It's like a game for couples to get to know each other more on an emotional level. And then there's hard pass, which is really fun. And it's kind of like, are you into this? Yes, no, maybe kind of game. And all of these games, by the way, there's like a stack of 20, but you can play them again and again because I put like over 200 things in the database for each game. So you can play them over and over and get new you know, results and answers and stuff. And then there's also a Never Have I Ever, which is really fun in group settings. It's so much fun. And then there is a truth or dare which is so much fun to play if you are especially like in an older relationship like a longer relationship and you just kind of you know want to spice it up a little or with someone new like if you're just starting out with someone this can be a good way to kind of break the ice and get to know like what words you like to use and how to dirty talk together because it's funny like I made the questions so like some of them are ridiculous and so you're just gonna laugh and some of them are really like you know funny and some of them it's like you might develop you know a better understanding of yourself or understand a kink of your partners or something so Time for a little ad break. Do you like vibrators, bath soaks, candles, lubes? I'm basically saying sugar, spice, and everything nice over here, but you can use my code BIRNA10 at getmod.com to support the podcast and treat yourself. So check out their kits for the perfect holiday gifts. Uh, they even have these travel kits. So if you're doing a little romantic getaway or, you know, staycation, that can be hot too. I still reach for my vibe all the time. Is it near me right now? Let me see. It should be somewhere. I'm in my bedroom, so, oh, it's right there. Yeah, I use it all the time. <laughs> and I, as you can hear, it is pretty quiet, which is great. 
And another thing that I love is um, I bought their vibrator before I became a uh, brand partner, so um, I can definitely recommend it with all my heart. And it has a travel mode. So I was talking about the travel kits. It uh, has a travel mode on it. Both their vibrators have a travel mode so you don't end up in that sticky situation that I ended up in with a different vibrator where it went off in my bag and it was a very weird situation to explain to TSA. But anyway, that's my code, BIRNA10, to use at MOD. All the links will be in the description. If you love Beyond the Bedroom and you love pleasure, just uh, two birds, one stone, knock yourself out. It's so much fun. Tell them I sent you. Okay, so as I said, I asked someone on Instagram what kind of dirty talk is your favorite, and when someone said words of affirmation, it just totally sums it up, right? Because it doesn't always have to be super raunchy and it can just be like, oh yeah, just like that or don't stop, I'm so close and stuff like that. But try making those things even more personal. So say like, I love the way you're touching me, you're going to make me come. Like it's you, I love you. this. It's like I statements and you statements, right? You're doing so good, please don't stop. Like you're begging a little um, and you know, asking for their words of affirmation, like, I want to make you feel even better. Can I put my mouth on it? Or tell me when you're close. Um, stuff like that. Because it can just be so fulfilling and rewarding to just know you're doing a good job. And also, it can let your partner know that you really care about their pleasure. Because for a lot of us, we have a hard time having an orgasm around someone else because at the end of the day, we we just don't know if they really care or not. And I know it's sad to say that, but it's true. Uh, so make it really personal. Um, and everyone likes a compliment, right? I mean, unless your thing is being humiliated, which is a different episode, most of us like compliments and most of us want to know like we're doing a good job because it can make everything a lot sexier and most of us also want to know that our partner is feeling amazing because we care about them even if it's a one night stand or a casual hookup or whatever like it's always great as just human beings to connect on that level and just know that you're doing a good job so be specific with your dirty talk um, say, you know, I love the way your tongue makes me feel, or I love, um, you know, I love how pretty you looked when you were, um, down there or something like that. You know, it's like, it doesn't always have to be like about you. Um, or I can't stop picturing how you look when you come. It makes me so like turned on or whatever. I think it's just, some people might be like oh my god I don't know how to accept this compliment and like that's okay that's also something um for a lot of us dirty talking is so difficult because it's so hard for us to accept this type of praise like sexual praise but one thing I learned um and this is from when I was doing that work on codependency and sex and if you haven't listened to that episode it's called flying purple people pleaser um and it's a really popular episode it's like a little while back but basically it's like it's hard for so many of us to accept compliments because we don't feel like we're worth it so especially in sexual settings where we've learned to just be more modest and not take up all the space and all that stuff it's like 
just let the compliment hit you all the way down to your stomach. So before you answer, before you respond, just take a second to really feel it. Um, If someone tells you like you look really fucking hot when you're having an orgasm or they love seeing you come or they love the way you feel or taste or sound or whatever, let that hit you. Be like, wow, I'm turning that person on. And I'm not talking about just external validation, but I'm saying really just believe them. Because if they're lying about it and they're manipulating you or whatever, it's not your fault. You know, it's their fault. They're, they're the ones that are saying bullshit, you know, but it's okay. It's like, you can still believe them, you know, um, you don't always have to second guess. You don't always have to say, are you sure? And I fall into this trap all the time. Are you sure? Really? You mean it? Um, because it's hard for me to go. Yeah, I know. I am hot. I'm taking up all the space. I'm, I'm, you know, whatever. Because I was taught that that's selfish, that that's um, not modest and all this stuff and a bunch of stuff that I'm trying to break up. And I think even the most kind of sexual and open-minded of us still struggle with this. Just accept it, take it in, and then say the thing that you really want to say. Because we're not supposed to just like copy what we think is hot. Just really try to find it in your gut. Like the thing that's really, really going to serve you and your pleasure and your partner's pleasure. Uh, And it can be really hard for people to start this. um, And especially for sexting. Like it can be really hard to start a sexting conversation. So like I said, recapping can be really good. Um... And if you've never sexted with that person before, it can be just good. And even if it's not sexting like in person, you know, it can be good to kind of test the waters just by being like, um, for example, like I'm at work right now and I can't even focus because I'm thinking about last night and how much I would love to leave early tonight and repeat that, um, PG, pretty PG, and it's not going to shock them, right? And it leaves a little bit of room for them to add on. And it can even be like um, a a kind of an add-on for that is a question where it's like, what would you like to repeat the most or something like that? Some people though don't like the questions, so it's okay to avoid them because it can put people on the spot. And you can say instead something like, if you want a little bit less PG, you can say stuff like, um... I'd love to watch you get down on your knees again for me, or I can't stop thinking about when you X, Y, Z or whatever. Um, or something that I like to hear when I'm seeing someone new is like, um, let me think. Oh, this is a good one. When they're like, I'm so impatient to see you again. I found myself thinking about how good you felt inside me or something like that. I'm like, Ooh, okay. (laughs) You know, I'm like on my way. (laughs) So, you know, these are examples that my newsletter liked, but you know, there's always room to find what you like. And a lot of people in my newsletter, for example, said they love when people, guys especially, say, oh fuck, really softly. Kind of almost like under their breath, like they can't contain it. They're like, you know, um, it doesn't always have to be this like loud like oh yeah keep going (laughs) it doesn't have to be like that and I don't know why people always have that kind of like thing in their minds dirty talk it can just also just be the word like fuck 
you know like it doesn't have to be so intense and if you don't like saying that word it can just be like a moan or something like just let your partner know (laughs) and let it come from an authentic place and don't just do these things because I told you to do them make these things happen naturally by removing these blocks you have around dirty talking um and you know I know this is kind of obvious, but don't call someone a whore or say you want to like rail them without that being talked about. Just like you wouldn't choke someone without being on the same page, like that kind of stuff. There's limits, obviously. I'm more just talking about letting your partner know that you want to do stuff with them and not going beyond anything that you haven't either done or discussed before. But anyway, (laughs) back to moaning. Moaning is so underrated. So when I'm editing my erotic stories, I spend the most amount of time on the breaths and the moans and putting all those layers of sound under there. Um, And I'm not trying to just copy what we hear in porn because I think that people really like when it comes from an authentic place. So uh, something I also tell people is just you know, find your voice. And I, and I talked about that a little bit before, but some people don't even know like their own voice. Like they've never really thought about it too much. Um, and I'm not talking about like just their sexual voice. I'm talking about just being able to vocalize like at all. Like some of us are just very quiet. (laughs) So practice by just vocalizing your sigh in the shower, like, (sighs) like that kind of thing. And I say in the shower because like no one's hearing you and it's super loud and you're on your own. Um, And then also just try to think like your natural voice is sexy. I promise it's okay. And I sound a little nasal right now because I have a sinus infection, but I promise you that, you know, I'm probably going to listen to this and be like, oh no, I don't want to hear myself, but um, I'm I'm working on that too. And I'm just like, that's what I sound like. (laughs) It's okay. So some of my favorite sexts, that's a fun word to say, sexts, are describing a detail um, or in detail a sex dream that I had. And it doesn't have to be like, I had a dream about you. (laughs) It doesn't have to be like Anna Ferris style, like, you know, house bunny type stuff. But it can be like, I had a sexy dream. Can I tell you about it? And it doesn't have to be about them. (laughs) Um, But because okay I recently had this like super super hot dream about this threesome um but I wasn't doing something I haven't well I was doing something I haven't done before I can put that but okay I'll just tell you what it was um I never really have been into like nipple clamps um they're not really like my thing uh maybe because I I used to have my nipples pierced so I'm kind of like ooh. but I took my nipple piercing out and like months ago But anyway, in my dream, they had chains, but they were like crossed over with another girl's nipple clamp chains. This is sounding so confusing to explain. But anyway, I just described that. I wrote it in my little notes app and I sent it to someone and just doing that, it was so hot. And I didn't even need it to become a reality. That just enough, it was enough to get the creative juices flowing, which was really nice. And I used to do this thing and you know I'm, I'm taking a little bit of time to word this properly and I know a lot of other people have done this but it's basically like before my current relationship 
if someone was sexting me and I was like eating pasta and watching Will and Grace and like in sweatpants or whatever, I would totally pretend that I was also touching myself and in between bites of my food I would like sext back and I was just casually pressing send on some like super dirty shit and I was just not feeling anything at all. But I mean, you know, at the end of the day, sometimes we care about our partner's enjoyment and, you know, that's why we do stuff like that. But I also, um, I don't really do this anymore uh, because I don't really need that kind of one-sided validation. Not to, see, I'm trying to word this in a way that isn't like trying to be judgmental. It's like, for me, it wasn't serving me anymore because I found that I was just doing that stuff because I was like, yay, he thinks I'm hot and sexy and look at all this stuff I can say. I realized that I needed to stop taking a back seat to my own exploration and enjoyment. And it wasn't always a performance for others. And I wanted like what other people had for me. Like I wanted to experience myself. So me as a sexy person for myself. And I'm happy that I did that. And it's been a journey and I'm, I'm glad that I can be more of an authentic, sexy variation of myself. So go through what's stopping you from experiencing joy and pleasure by looking at that larger picture the way that I did. So, you know, for a lot of people, myself included, um, this helped me. Do you feel like you should have all the answers? Do you feel like you have to be perfect at all these things that you do, especially sex? Like, is it competitive for you? Do you feel like you have to be, you know, you have to say the perfect thing because if you don't say the perfect thing and it's embarrassing, then it's horrible. Um, I've always been pretty good at like dealing with rejection and stuff, probably just because I grew up dancing and I went to acting school and it just kind of, um, you learn this like vulnerability where it's like, Hey, it didn't, didn't go the way I wanted, but that's okay. I'm still good. Let's just pick ourselves up and keep going. Because a lot of think people think it's like tough skin, but it's not. It's like being able to say, you know what, that sucked, but it's okay. Just keep on going. Um, it's more of a self-compassion thing, I think. Um, but remember that mess ups and awkward moments and silence, they're all going to happen. And they're, they do happen no matter what. So embrace them and have a sense of humor about it and acknowledge your feelings. It's okay. You're doing... Um, your best, right? So uh, just manage your expectations and with yourself and um, be the sexy person you want to be. And it's always okay also to clear things up with your partner. So let them know, like if there's something they're saying when you're dirty talking that doesn't vibe with you, just let them know. And you know, what words or phrases make you feel weird? Like some people just don't like to be called names while others get off on it. So let them know what pace works for you because it's a two-way street, right? You're in that together. So if you're feeling up to it, you can both do journal exercises and this homework together. And if it's too much for you, that's cool too. Just be a non-judgmental observation, uh, have that style. So a non-judgmental observer of each other's private writing and of your own thoughts and always, if you're working through things in a relationship where you want to get more sexy, just thank each other for the work you're doing. I think we forget that because I always talk about thanking yourself, but say like, thank you for wanting to go on this journey with me or thank you for saying all that sexy stuff. Um, same thing with compliments. Be like, 
you know, thank you. That's, it can be sexy. It can be heartwarming. And that heartwarming shit can be sexy as hell too. So anyway, here's your homework for the week. Want to get better at your texting or your dirty talk? Just like practicing making noise on your own, this can be a great aspect to work on solo. So here we go. Write down your favorite sexy memory in a way that comes naturally to you. So what aspects do you remember? What did it feel like, sound like, taste? What did you hear? Uh, what did you see that excited you? Getting all your senses involved, it can be a really good way to start and it can help you when you feel stuck on words. So revisiting old memories can also be really good material when you're texting back and forth. So kind of write those down as well. And here's some journal prompts also. So if you're listening to this later, uh, what does good sex mean to you? What, is, what does that look like? Get your senses involved. What are three things that your partner does or a former partner or many partners, whatever you want to do with this, that really turn you on? And it can be outside the bedroom. Go beyond the bedroom. That's my motto, right? Uh, so it can be like their laugh. It can be the one they talk about passionate stuff. It can be like when they come on your mouth, like it's <laughs> whatever it is. Um, what are new experiences and feelings that have come up for you during this journey of embracing your sexuality? So maybe like what's come up when you listen to this podcast episode or what's come up when you're starting to go dirty and talk more about stuff. Another one is what kind of erotic messages would feel best for you to give or receive? And the last one is do you prefer giving pleasure or receiving and why? And remember, through all of this journaling, remember to be a non-judgmental observer, which means if you know you say something and you're like, oh, why do I think that? It's okay. Just analyze it or go through it or work through it without being like oh I'm so blah 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 about it because whatever you want to say you're so dumb you're so bad you're so whatever just try not to judge this is time that you're using to work on yourself and work on this vulnerable part of yourself so you know but also if the texting goes bad if the dirty talk lands flat have a little sense of humor and just be like, you know what? I was trying something new and it didn't work. <laughs> it's okay. Um, because I think too often we're so hard on ourselves because sex has to be this like super sexy on all the time type of thing. But you know, accidents happen, messy stuff goes down and it's all right. And if you're not sure how to keep a conversation flowing, like sexting, or if you're long distance, offer to take turns narrating. So each partner gets one minute to text or video or speak what's on their mind. And if they don't fill up that minute, they have to, you know, do something. <laughs> like, um, you can play it as a drinking game or you can do it as a strip poker kind of thing or whatever. Um, yeah so just make a game out of it play is so important i talked about that the first episode of season three and i really really believe it because play allows for growth and introspection and fun and joy and like i said that heartwarming shit can be really sexy so if you have an 
idea for a topic, you have a question, you can always send me an Instagram DM or an email. I'm on Instagram at BBIRNA or Beyond the Bedroom Podcast, or sorry, Beyond Bedroom Podcast. There we go. My email and everything is on my website. Everything will be linked in the description below. And I hope you're having such an amazing day or night, wherever you are. I'm sending all of my love and all of my dirty talking from all the way here in Iceland.